welcome back to another episode of Clock In, Vibe Out. I am your host, Raina, and I have quite the episode in store for you this week. Today, I am joined by a music connoisseur, a Penn State athlete, and he's probably given you a music recommendation on TikTok, Cam Sylvan Brown. Thanks so much for being on the show and welcome. No problem. Thanks for having me. That was a great intro. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That's what I do best. Talking about music is one of my favorite pastimes, so I feel like who better to do it with than you? Of course. I love to talk music. Let's do it. For those of you who don't know, Cam posts the best low-key artists on TikToks. Like I said, music recommendations every single day. Actually, you know who I found because of your TikTok? Who? Kyle Dion. And Brown is one of my favorite songs now. I know everybody kind of generally loves music. I've never really met anybody who has a deep hatred towards music. Right. Was there ever a point where you weren't as into music? No, no way. It's just always been a part of my life. Like my dad loved music so much. My older brother loved music. So it's literally just been in my ears since I was born. We just love cranking music. It was just always on the ox for real. (laughs) Yeah, I was just about to say, I feel like you were always the friend that was on the ox, huh? Of course, for sure. In the cars, at the functions, everywhere. The sneaky crank, always. <laughs> the sneaky crank. Honestly, I feel like people who have had music in their lives forever just tend to have better personalities. <laughs> and that might be that might be me hyping my own self up, but that's just something that I've noticed. No, nah, that's if you want if that's what you want to say, then that's what it is. I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's a good way to start. Music does set the tone for everything. And I think that that is part of the reason why music connects with so many people. Because it actually has power to literally connect people to one another. Yeah, literally. And I I see that with the TikToks and stuff like that. Music is a way to connect people of all ages and races and everything. Mm -hmm. Hence the podcast. (laughs) Okay, so with that being said, is there a specific genre of music that you like the best? I would be lying if I didn't say R&B. That would be my favorite. It just does something to me. It's like smooth, but then it could get you hype at the same time. It's like the perfect blend of every genre of music, I feel like. I have not come across a time in my life where R&B isn't good to put on. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's perfect for every situation. Like you were saying, you can get hyped to it. But also, if you're having a sad boy day, you can just turn it on still. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's perfect for every situation, I feel like. What's your favorite genre, you think? Mine kind of goes back and forth. When I was little, I used to want to be Hannah Montana. Okay. Not like Hannah Montana. Like, I genuinely thought I was going to wake up as Hannah Montana one day. So (laughs) when I was little, it was pop. I just wanted to be a pop princess. That's all I wanted in my life. But then as I got older, I started listening to more R&B. And my grandparents always used to play a lot of jazz when I was growing up. Okay. So I always like really, really jazzy music. When I went to college... I went to U of A and it's weirdly like a music festival. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. So then I got super into EDM, but now I'm kind of back on my hip hop moment. Female rappers, I've been listening to so much female rap and it makes me so happy. (laughs) I'm so stoked that it's so mainstream now. Oh yeah, it's blowing up now. I mean, it started with like, I mean, back in the 90s, but now they took it to a whole different level. I know, Megan Thee Stallion is my favorite. This is going to be a tough question and you might not like it. But if you had to pick one artist who's your favorite, who is it? Uh, I would say Tyler, the creator. I'll go with that. That's my safe choice. (laughs) Your safe choice? What's your unsafe choice? My unsafe choice would be like, 
I don't even know. Brent Fias. Ooh, yes, that's Man. a good one. Tell us more about your answer. Okay, I will go with Tyler the Creator because every album is crazy. I love every album and it's all different. So like if I could listen to him every day, it would be like different mood every day. So that's probably why I would pick him. But Brent is just he's crazy right now. I'm loving Brent Fias' music right now. So I feel like he really emerged on the scene too because I feel like nobody knew who he was and then all of a sudden everybody knows who he is now. And yeah. I feel like it was really, really, really quick. Yeah, I know. It was in a span of like two, three years. He's actually from close to where I'm from. Like we're from the same state. So I kind of knew about him underground, but like now he's blown up and it's crazy and it's so lit. (laughs) There honestly is no bigger flex in the world than being a fan of an artist before they blow up. Right? It's the best feeling. You're there first. Want to hear my flex? (laughs) What's your flex? I was a Bryson Tiller fan when half of his music was not even on SoundCloud. It was exclusively on YouTube. Okay. Okay. I did know all the lyrics to Don't before it got famous, so whatever. No biggie. I like it. (laughs) No biggie. That's a great flex. Tyler, the creator, is a good answer, though, because... I feel like not only is he just a musician, I feel like he is extremely artistic. And I think that he's one of the most artistic musicians. He's really inspiring to me just in general. But like, yeah, everything is new and fresh. And like, he sets his own trends. And I love that. I also think he's so funny. I I hate internet trolls when like they troll me, but I love internet trolls that are funny. And I think that Tyler, the creator, is one of the biggest internet trolls. And I live for it. I think he's so geeked. Odd Future Days was crazy. We got your favorite artist at this point. We got your favorite genre. So, as a music connoisseur, what do you think are three playlists that everyone should have? Oh, okay. 100% you need, like, the easy word would be the workout playlist, but you need a get turned playlist. Something that is going to, like, make you want to jump through a window. 100%. <laughs> I think you need... uh I will call these sing-along songs, but these are like shower tunes. Songs that you could sing your heart out to, like in the car or like in the shower, like by yourself, like just pure, pure karaoke time. And then the last one would be like a late night car ride, which is definitely like midnight. You're just driving alone on the road or you with your partner just vibing, just a pure vibe playlist. Those are like my top three, I would say. I think that those are all super, super good. I feel like the car playlist might be the most important. It is, 100%. It's therapeutic. Yes, that is a good word to describe it. Okay, so then what would be your first song on that playlist? Oh, it's definitely... uh... Ah, that's hard. Well, the first, <laughs> Sorry. The first song that came to my mind is definitely Frank Ocean Nights. That's a good one. Yeah. What would be yours? Hmm. I think... Oh, oh, oh. You know what song I really like from Drake that I'd put on that playlist that nobody really talks about? Keep the Family Close. I feel like that song was really, really slept on, but I remember I used to drive home to that and it always just hit really, really hard. That's the best songs when they just hit. I know exactly what you mean, too. And I would have to drive through this little forest. There was no lights. It was just my headlights. Vibes. Immaculate. 10 out of 10. I like that. You somehow find lots and lots of low-key artists. So I do want you to share your secrets a little bit. How do you find new music? Um, or does it just fall into your lap? No, no, no. It doesn't fall into my lap. 
Um, I kind of just be deep crate digging, not going to lie. Like on Apple Music, it'll give you a whole bunch of suggested artists and so will Spotify. So I'll go through that sometimes. Or then I'll I'll listen to a song and then I'll hear somebody featured that I don't really know about. And then I go listen to their catalog or like I hear a beat that I like. I look at the producer and his catalog. And then that's kind of how I weave my way through some things. And then people from TikTok send me some stuff and they actually have some good underground artists. So I give them a listen all the time. So it's really a whole bunch of different avenues to find new music, though. This is a super important question, though, for you. Do you use Apple Music or Spotify? I use both. Ah, uh, cop out. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to tell you. I like Apple Music more. I do. Okay. I am so glad that you said that because I have been an Apple Music user. I only used to use SoundCloud in high school and then I switched right before I went to college to Apple Music. And that is just where I've had all my music. But I would low-key get bullied for using Apple Music. No. no, I stand strong. I get exactly what you're saying from all the Spotify users, but I stand strong. I'm cool with Spotify users trolled me right around the Spotify rap time of year. I was like, oh, oh. Right, right. Okay, I'm not going to hate on Spotify because that's not what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we're here for. It's much more difficult to use. Okay, yes. I just tried like a three-month trial of Spotify because, you know, I wanted to expand my horizons and be cultured. So I figured Spotify was the best way to do that. And I will say, I think that Spotify does have better playlists, which is why I wanted to give it a try in the first place. But I literally just feel like an idiot sometimes. Spotify gives you like four curated daily mix playlists of songs that are based off of what you listen to, your skips, your likes, all that jazz. Okay, tell me why when I first went to one of those playlists, I spent a solid 10 minutes trying to get it to shuffle. (laughs) I don't know if you know this. They don't shuffle. There's not a shuffle option on those. So imagine me literally just sitting in my room for 10 minutes. I was like, I don't know. Like, if am I okay? And I literally <laughs> had to Google it. I had to Google if you could put them on shuffle and you can't. That is my biggest complaint. But other than that, Spotify, you're doing great. Yeah, other than like I do I do bang with Spotify. Let's let's not, you know what I'm saying? I put both of my playlists on Apple Music and Spotify. So I do bang with Spotify. But if I'm just casually listening and I want like easy use, I'm definitely going to Apple Music. Glad we settled that. <laughs> I had to ask. <laughs> I like what you said about finding people that are featured on songs and then going to their music. Going back to Kyle Dion, I was looking at songs that he had been featured on and I have loved Kehlani since I was like 15 years old. And I found out that Kyle Dion is on one of her really, really, really old songs that I used to listen to all the time on SoundCloud. See, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. Could have been a ride or die. I know, I know. A missed opportunity. I'm so sorry that I'm going to make you choose all of these songs right now, but we already talked about it. We have three playlists, right, that everyone Mm -hmm. needs. However, posing a new question, if you had to make a playlist of only five songs, and that is the only five songs that you could listen to for an entire week, what songs would those be? I'm really just out here trying to help everybody else put them on. This is for the listeners. I don't even know. Uh, I know that one's harder than the SATs. Right? Okay. Do you want like underground songs or do you want like just any five songs? Cam, this one's all about you. You have this playlist for one week. These are the only five songs you can listen to for a week straight. We're going to go Sir. We're going to go Jay-Z. We're going to go with Price Tags by Jasmine Sullivan. 
Hmm. Let's go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's go with Experience by Victoria Monet. Okay, then we're going to go real EDM. We're going to go Break This Habit by Oliver Heldens. Oh, Oliver Heldens has the groups. Um, Then we're going to go Tyler, the Creator, Party Isn't Over. Those were a good five. Very versatile. You covered a lot of ground on those. I like that. I bet. I have to say, though, I had a, <laughs> a mini heart attack. Not because there's anything wrong with the song, but I've been looking at a bunch of songs that are turning 10 this year, and it has been making me feel very old. But anyways, Price Tag by Jesse J is on there. So I really thought for a second that you were about to say that. And I was like, no. okay, that's not what I was picturing for you. But all right, we love it. Yeah, no. Love a little radio classic. Jesse J, that is a throwback. I know, right? Yeah. That song was a banger too, though. I can't lie. It was. It was back in the day. Those are really good though. Okay. I appreciate that. This is why I love the podcast because sometimes people don't have time to dig for music. That's what we have you for. <laughs> I'm glad I can help. There is a couple things that we need to talk about. No, that's mm-hmm. They are about your you just TikTok. Clear your throat? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We need to talk about some controversial opinions that you have been posting on the internet, especially on your TikTok. Okay, that's it. It has recently come to my attention that you ranked Bryson Tiller above The Weeknd when rating R&B artists. And I think we need to talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about it. Okay. I love Bryson Tiller, but I think that Trap Soul is good. I only liked Run Me Dry off the second album. Old Weekend is 100% better than New Weekend. Let's get that straight. Can we agree on that? I think that the trilogy albums were just, there was something so magical about them and I'm not really exactly sure how to explain it. I just feel like it's very ominous, but also super sensual. So I will agree that Old Weekend is better than New Weekend. What all I'm saying is Trap Soul has no skips. And then he dropped the deluxe Trap Soul with three more bangers. The True to Self album, I think I think you need to go back and re-listen to it because it, it has... Do you think so? I do. I honestly do. But I get what you're saying because The Weeknd's catalog is much bigger than Bryson Tiller's. So it could be controversial, but... And I, I kind of just think that, like, The Weeknd made Wicked Games, so how do you top it? <laughs> you know? Okay, okay, time out. But, okay, you go Wicked Games, then you can go Don't. Okay, I think those are so different. Like iconic bangers. Definitely iconic bangers. But then The Weeknd also has Or Not. And The Weeknd also has um, like the entire, all of the trilogy albums. Every single one is iconic. Yeah, hold on. What do you mean? Okay, okay, no, that's true. Okay, okay, it is fire. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's a controversial list, obviously. Oh, 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 oh stop. Often? Often was one of the weekend's like most bangerest bangers to me. The bangerest no? bangers, yes, it was. It was. I'll give you that. Okay, next controversial opinion. This one is not as polarizing, but still worth talking about. Ty Dolla Sign is best as a feature. Really? Hundred percent. Wait, wait, wait. Do you think that about Nikki too? No, no. Nikki, Nikki can do her own like solo, and it'll be it'll be some bangers. But Ty Dolla Sign, if you see Ty Dolla Sign on a feature, it's fire. I really liked the Beach House Three album though. I thought that one was really good, very vibey. As a solo artist, he he has some he has some crank, but he shines as a feature. This one I am excited to talk about because I think that we're gonna be on the same side for this one. Drake is still at the top of the game. Hundred percent. 
hundred percent. That's not even close. Like I cannot stand when people try to say that Drake's career is over or Drake sucks, yada yada yada. When he got booed at Camp Flogna, I was in tears. I was so upset because Drake is oh, I just love Drake. He has so many bangers. And I thought that the A side, B side of Scorpion, I thought that they were both immaculate. Loved that album. Loved that tour. I thought it was so fire. And a lot of people were really hating on it. He's been at the top of the game for so long. Like, you kind of got to find a way to kick him off. Like, at this point. At Camp Flognog and stuff like that. That's like a different type of audience. They kind of revel in, like, the low key. That's not really Drake's type of space right now. Drake is already at the top tier mainstream. At this point, like, the Drake slander is for nothing, though. Because he has (laughs) bangers on type of bangers. You can't fight statistics at this point. So true. Also... This is the last thing I'll say about Camp Vlognaut. I know that half of those people that were booing did the little Drake challenge outside their car, okay? Oh, yeah. That, but I know. Okay, kind of talking about old and new artists, we have one more controversial opinion to discuss. Okay. New Chance the Rapper. What's your stance on that? Trash. It's, okay, honestly, it sounds like nursery rhymes. Oh. Like, genuinely. Stop, you did not. It does not, it does not, it sounds like nursery rhymes. Like, it sounds like, like it should be like in a children's book. Oh my God. You're like, coming like, in hot. No, I'm not though. Like, cause like, cause he was so good. Like he was so good. And like now, bad, bad. Being a celebrity, I can't even imagine. It's probably so hard just to have people watching every single move that you make. And when you're a famous musician, you're just having your work judged on the largest scale possible, right? But so imagine if you were an artist and you had been around for as long as Chance the Rapper had and you wanted to switch up your sound. I just feel like it's really hard to be able to try new things. You know what I mean? So maybe that's just what he's going through. Maybe he's just trying to spice it up a little. By all means, spice it up. But then I can have my opinion. Like, honestly... Chance the Rapper is not even listening to what I'm saying right now. If he did hear it, I would be down to talk to him and, you know. Super bold of you to assume that Chance the Rapper does not listen to my podcast. No, not your podcast. I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He doesn't care about my opinion. A hundred percent. I know that. But Chance, if you are listening and you want to talk, let us know. I mean, listen, I can rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to feature me on a song, Chance? I would go, for sure. go, spit right now. This is your audition. Go. No, 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 no. I need to. I need to see the check in my bank account before I start rapping <laughs> and stuff like that. Fair, fair, fair. But no, hundred percent though. Like I, I get that you want to like switch your stuff up and like be creative and and do all that. Other people, it's still there for them. You know, they still like Chance the Rapper and stuff like that. But I personally think it's trash. Okay, we talked a lot about music, which is why you're here, but I do want to talk about your TikTok career a little bit, because TikTok is the most budding, newest form of entertainment out there, and you have done pretty well for yourself on TikTok, so why did you start making TikToks? Honestly, because I was in quarantine, and I was pretty bored, Mm -hmm. so I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and uh, start making TikToks and stuff. And that's really how it happened. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was still in school at the beginning of the whole TikTok phase. And I really thought about making all the TikToks. My biggest fear was being at work or like going to class or something and having people be like, oh my God, like, hey girl, like just saw your video of the renegade. Uh." 
I just feel like that would have been so like awkward and embarrassing. I don't Um, know, just if I'm like at my job doing my thing and then people are No, no. You have no shame about TikToks. I don't have no, I have no shame. Because first of all That's good. You go get that TikTok fame. Yeah, like what is like what are you gonna really say at that point? (laughs) True, true. Did you start to get attention from TikTok like right away? No. The thing with TikTok is like you you'll have like a couple videos blow up. And then it'll be silent and then you'll blow up again. And then if you continue to do that, then your followers arise. So like it was just a constant climb, I would say. I feel like you should go on more podcasts or something, though, because I don't really think that people can say that they're TikTok famous. But how cool to have somebody else say it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Taking a quick turn away from TikTok. You are also an athlete at Penn State. Mm hmm. Wide receiver, is that correct? Uh Uh-huh. So you got hands. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do. Sports is one of the biggest forms of entertainment in our country, in the world, whether it's football, soccer, basketball, all of them. But I think that a lot of times it's kind of left out when people think about the entertainment industry, right? Because they just think like movies, music, modeling, that kind of stuff. But I did kind of want to just talk about that a little bit because at Penn State, obviously, it's a big school. Games are televised. So what is it like to play when there's like cameras and stuff around? How does that change the dynamic of things? I mean, honestly, once you start playing, you don't you don't notice it at all. I mean, the only time you really notice it is like if you make like a huge play and like it goes like viral on social media or like it blows up on ESPN and stuff like that. But like once you're playing, like you're playing the game, like you don't even notice the cameras, but it's always dope. Like it's dope to play in front of like millions of people and and cameras and stuff like that. It's like so much fun. Also props to you because every single time that I've ever watched football in my life, I feel the pain when you guys get hit. (laughs) And I don't, I have never understood how if I took a hit like some of you guys take hits I would it'd be a wrap I'd be in the gurney on my way to the ambulance like over absolutely done and you guys just pop back up like it's nothing absolutely insane to me yeah I mean it is it's definitely a crazy game to play but like I've been playing it since I was a kid so like I'm used to it I love it Cam you've made it pretty much to the end I only have one more question for you and this is the most important question okay when you're working in like music acting even sports you kind of put yourself into some situations that other career paths maybe don't put you in so do you have any embarrassing stories either related to music or TikTok or football or acting that you want to share with us today uh, that I want to share no <laughs> Come on. Um, let me think. I'm trying to think of a, a G-rated embarrassing moment. I mean, the locker room is absolutely terrible. I can't even divulge that information. Fair. Okay, but you know what's okay, what's very embarrassing though is like when you're when you're making a TikTok and like someone <laughs> in public just watches you make it, like it's just it's it's hella awkward. Like you connect eyes with them and then you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so true. It's, okay, that part is awkward. I would say that. Yeah. Do you have any final advice for anyone who is just looking to either kind of get into TikTok, get into music, or just get into tapping into their creative side? 
for anyone that is doing TikTok, the validation comes from yourself first and then it'll come from the outside world. So once you start loving the content and enjoying the content that you're doing, then the outside world will reflect that. For anybody else that's trying to do music or stuff like that, you might as well do it. Like you might as well jump off the cliff and just dive into your passions because life is short. You might as well just enjoy it. That's fine. That's pretty much it. Words of wisdom to leave us with. (laughs) Before you go, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? So I have two Instagram accounts. One is for music discovery. It's called Jukebox Diamonds. But if you want to follow my personal account, it's underscore. It's just underscore cam. And if you want to find me on TikTok, it's underscore. It's just underscore cam. Show love and I show love back. Show love. He loves those underscores. <laughs> if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you like this episode, please leave us a little review and a rating. It really helps me out. Make sure you're also following Clock and Vibe Out on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of the latest episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back next week with another episode. Mm-hmm.